The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, start your engine. America, Monday night 6.05. That means another award-winning version of the Race Chatter Radio Program on Smokin' 99.9 FM and non-smoking 13.80 AM since 1954. And what a lineup we have for you tonight. We have a national champion coming on. It'll be his seventh appearance on the show uh, by telephone, not in the studio because he's out of state. He has the distinction of being a national champion two years consecutive. And let's see if he's uh, going to have it on his schedule to try to uh, do the trifecta on that. Second half of the show, one of the hottest drivers in Maine, Josh St. Clair, makes his second visit to the show to give us an update on the most northern part of racing as a hotbed up there. And there was a rumor one or two of the tracks closed up there over the weekend. We'll be talking about that and so much more. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. Happy birthday today. Hal Blood, that uh, big buck. Hunter up there in uh, Maine, Jackman, Maine, 65 today. Rick Albanez from Seekonk Speedways having another great year driving. Rick Marischal, the proprietor of Pro 9 Motorsports Museum, right down there in Cleveland Street and Pawtucket, Rhode Island. And Paul Carlson celebrates a birthday today, 58 years old. Wayne, WNRI, Yahoo.com for any PSAs or birthday messages. Now a few sponsors are DMV. Let me see here. That would be the Ford Specialist from Northern Rhode Island, responsible for that Task of Ford program, Bob and Dawn. You know, there's a lot of repair garages in Northern Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high-performance specialist, too, that sponsors with our show, been with us since day one, and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. Big DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B on to Route 44, then at the lights in Chipaget, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High-performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Marble. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State Inspection. They do a real bang-up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work, and fuel injection. 
All mechanics are ASE certified in auto advanced level specialists and engine performance. They specialize in Ford high performance and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of parts. Engine rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Tasca Ford race program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local tax pass. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call 401-710-9800 and that's Dawn and customer service, one of the best in the business at DMV Performance and Automotive Repair, 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. Looking for 110 Octane? At SunocoRaceFuels.com. Put your zip code in there and it'll get you a location right nearest to you. And also Angels Collision Center. Proud sponsor of the number 10, Keith Ballou, over at Thompson Speedway. Little Darth Vader number 10 on that. They're located at 274 Putnam Pike and Route 44, Chirpatrick, Rhode Island, 830 to 5. Um, they haven't been on the golf course yet. 401-949-3952. Also, windshield replacements, expert color matching on the premises. Over 27 years, what a reputation. And a secure location with... With high chain link fence with the barbed wire on the top and LED lighting. If you're waiting for an insurance adjuster to make that final decision. It's Angels Collision Center, 401-949-3952. On the line right now, we have a return visit. Years and years and years. Even one of my grandsons interviewed him one night. Coming back from a second national championship, we're driving that hot rod green. Make sure it's not an unlucky color. Number 20, Dave Brinslett. How are you? Good. How are you, Wayne? Fantastic. Are you backing off on going for the trifecta? Yeah, I mean, we aren't planning on it. Uh, we'll see see where we end up towards the end of the year and see what we want to do from there but yeah it's, it's not in our plans for this year okay i saw that yesterday because it was opening day for hunson international and uh ben done a fantastic job over there with the new additions and just improving the facility fantastically but i see the number 20 was absent now, did you elect to stay out of that or was it mechanical problems Oh no, we uh, we won Friday night up at Claremont, so we just decided to stay home. Uh, really, only planning on doing Claremont and doing some of the belt races, and, uh, maybe bounce around a couple to a couple different tracks here and there, but uh, nothing major. We're not going to run the forty race schedule like last year. Okay, so thanks to settling down your life, uh, maturing, you've got the two national championships. How did your uh opportunity for sponsorship improve after winning a back-to-back national championship did that mean additional sponsors uh, we had a few people come on board um, just knowing that we're going to represent their companies the best possible way that we can and uh, keep it really professional for them uh, we try to stay out of all the mumbo jumbo that everybody likes to get involved in and uh, just have fun that's the biggest thing and uh, try to represent our sponsors the best way we can. Did it open up any in the invitations for the past Super Late models or the higher divisions and act or anything like that? No, no. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Um, we're just, like I said, we're just having fun uh, 
maybe down the road we'll end up doing some granite state stuff and uh, whatnot but uh that'll be a year or so down the road before we can figure out what we're going to do with my tire owner tony quadros and whatnot so now last year and the year before running that hectic schedule running three tracks four tracks and uh, cherry picking a lot it really worked out well for you and your percentage was really high and you had to do that compete with the southern drivers who have a lot more races on their regular schedule to start with i've noticed that a lot with the modified drivers too they just don't have as many races in a year to accumulate those points is it based on your top 18 finish or 15 finishes to equal the playing field? Yeah, I believe this year is your top 18 finishes. Um, you need to have at least 16 cars in the field to have be considered a full field of cars. Um, if you start 4th uh, to 8th, you can get and win, you get 2 bonus points. From 8th back, you get 4 bonus points if you can win from there. So um, it's, it's all in where you start, where you finish and whatnot. So you're better off getting on a track that has a higher field count, you know, religiously every week. If you get into some of the real small tracks, when they drop down to 8 to 12 cars, you're going to be right out of the running. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Claremont this year, we've been averaging 20 or more cars every week. So That's a hell of a show. Uh, it's been really good. That's a good show. That is. Hey, and now another thing I've got to ask you on this. I got an email here from John from Worcester, Massachusetts. He says, on your championship run the last two years, not this year here, you ran the number 20. Was it two different cars, and did you own the cars, or was you a hired gun? So I owned one of the cars last year. Um, the year before, it was the car that I had owned. Um, and then I ended up selling that at the end of last year, and now we're just down to one in my car owner. Uh, Tony Quadros is uh, he pretty much gives me everything I need to be successful behind the wheel of the car um, I do all the maintenance in the shop uh, me and Rocky Branch we do everything it's not headed out to a chassis shop every week uh, we're just a low buck team we work out of a two, two bay garage and uh, that's how we that's how we do it I'd like to get an email announcement I just got in here uh, Birch's Lake Resort from Maine is uh, wants to come out as a sponsor of tonight's show with Josh St. Clair coming on. Isn't it? I think that's up at uh, Moosehead Lake, up in that green area. Fantastic. They got the message this afternoon on Facebook that he was going to be the second guest. Uh, this show right here also, since uh, you've been on, has changed. Uh, we have affiliates, a lot of affiliates now, 14 different ways you can listen to this show. And right after the show, Dave... This is on podcast forever perpetuity on anchor.fm slash Wayne dash barber. And, or of any of our shows, just go onto the podcast link or any of my seven websites and just hit podcast and you'll see the shows that are there. And I'm amazed at the traction on podcast. Are you involved in any other podcast? I am not involved. Um, I'm asked several times during the year to go on and talk to some of the guys actually I have, an, I have another one uh, scheduled for tomorrow night with uh, the inside group yep. that's uh, based out of like Thunder Road and up that way that I have to go on and talk to those guys so well, it's another great way to get the message out there you know what I like about it is uh, as soon as I mentioned it 
the sponsor's eyes light up because they you know realize they're getting a bang for their buck. They're getting the advertisement of the show or the website and all the hits on the link, but they're also getting the ad as part of the podcast forever. All for one fee. So it's going to be a win-win-win, and it may help an awful lot for the financing of the racing program in New England. Another thing I've got to ask you, I see the trend, especially Monadnack Speedway over the years, and now I'm seeing it up at Stafford Speedway and coming back a little bit down to Seekonk. The infusion of female drivers in the lower divisions, which are attracting and bringing in a whole new set of sponsors. Have you seen that in your travels? Yeah, I mean, we have we have several new female drivers that are running, um, like street stocks and whatnot, and uh, it's great. Um, they're just another car out on the track to me, um, and that's how all of them want to be treated. They just want to be another driver out there, um, and... They want to race hard, like every male driver wants to race. So it's uh, it's good. I I feel they can do just as much behind the wheel as anybody else can do. So, well, I'm looking at the advertising part, and I think it's going to be a savior. I really do. If you can attract a whole new bunch of race fans, also. I know uh, years ago, Crystal Saradensky, I wrote an article, uh, a whole chapter in my book, New England's Golden Years of Racing, about her when she came in. And she was you know, just like in the Modified with uh, Miss Fifield, very, very popular with a whole new attraction of female fans and sponsors. And with the Facebook now and the different media and the cell phones, it's an instant photo op and the meet and greet nights. You can see it. It's quite an attraction. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's great to see them out on the track. It's bringing in a lot of money. I got to get to my other part on you, too, because I'm a Facebook junkie and I follow you a lot. That mount you got back on that buck, what an excellent job that guy did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was uh, that was my shotgun buck out of Massachusetts last year. So, Shotgun, huh? Well, I, I, th- I thought sure you were a black powder guy. Uh, no, I bought a bought a shotgun a couple years ago and that's what i uh i use down there when it's that season and then i'll go to black powder after that down there so. you're also into archery too oh yeah for sure yeah it's quite a challenge with the archery uh, have you ever done a turkey hunt with archery i have shot a couple turkeys just during the season when we're deer hunting and whatnot and had them in front of me so but that's uh never actually went after them with a bow specific so that's a good challenge you know because you got to sit you got to bring them in and you got to i would say 20 yards or closer i, I don't care who you are <laughs> you've got to be a good shot with a good sized turkey but uh oh yeah for sure uh now fishing also you're into that uh walleye a trout or anything uh yeah well i fish a little bit here and there um it's just hired with the racing and whatnot and trying to keep all that done and my fiance uh barrel races horses also so we uh we're pretty busy 
The other sport that I've noticed that you got into, we got a bunch of friends that live up in Maine, and I got some relatives. One of my daughters moved up to Milo, Maine, up in that. And I noticed, uh, getting more educated on Maine, all the ATV trails and the snowmobile trails up there. And then I see Dave Brinslet with that green monster you got logging hundreds of miles on the weekends and stuff like that. Are you afraid of hurting your back for the racing season? Oh no! It's uh, I, we have uh, fairly new sleds, so we uh, I think last year we only got in like a thousand miles, and uh, but yeah, we had we had a good time, and uh, it's it's something I've always enjoyed growing up. A thousand miles, just just a thousand miles. You know, Rhode Island's only forty six yeah. miles long. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the year before we got around two thousand, so it's uh, it was a little step back this year. Now, is your girl into the snowmobiling too? Oh yeah, for sure. She uh, she loves it. So um, oh, that makes it she a lot loves good. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then during the summer, she's barrel racing horses on the weekend. So it's uh, it's kind of a juggle between the ra- my racing and her racing. So seems like a very full life for you on that. Uh, a question on that: I, I never got into the snowmobiling at all. Uh, what do you do? Go from station to station? And there's refueling places or like a lodge or something to get a bite to eat somewhere? Oh, yeah. There's restaurants on the trails and there's gas stations on the trails. And, um, yeah, it, it's uh, you can go 150 miles or so and then you hit a gas station or 100 miles and hit a gas station. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, it's all, all laid out so you can get to all the gas stations. You can get the food. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It seems like it's down pat because Mass, um, New Hampshire, Maine, and uh, Vermont, I get all kinds of information on the trails and what's been cleared, what's not cleared. And there's a lot of volunteer groups that keep all of them because it is on private land, about 90% of it. And, you know, really respect the way you're operating on and stuff like that to keep that tradition alive. Um, uh, so we're going to go limited schedule this year. Claremont, you'll be up there every Friday night. Are you going to cherry pick a little bit on the bigger shows at Manadnack? Uh, we'll see where we end up there. Um, we'll definitely be there for the belt races and stuff like that, which is one race at each track for NHSTRA. So you'll have one at Lee, one at uh, Hudson, one at Manadnock, and one at Claremont for those. Um, and those are our bigger races. So. What is that like? Is that 500 to win or 1,000 to win? Uh, those are a thousand to win. A thousand to win. Now, if you're the overall yeah. champion on the four New Hampshire tracks, what is that worth monetarily? A grand, fifteen hundred? Um, I believe it's a grand for the belt series that we run. So, um, if we have twenty cars or more in the field, it's five hundred dollars every night to win. So, that's how that formula works now. Well, it seems to be working well because uh, Mr. Wren. And Ben and everybody that I've seen so far is turned right around and making a, a lot of track improvements on the New Hampshire tracks and uh, really trying to uh, gear it towards family. You know, the whole family come for the day and let's get a new set of fans in here and show them what short track race is all about. I think that seems to be the game yeah. plan. Yeah, they're great people. Um, when we went down to the awards and stuff at Daytona, um, really got to spend some time with norm and mike parks and steve grand from hudson and uh 
um, all those guys are, are just great and they love the sport and they're trying to put everything they can back into it to make it successful so it's great to have a group like that in order to make everything successful in these sport tracks I got an email here from Cape Cod from Monique and she wants to know did you come up the conventional way like at Thompson Little T or the Thompson um, go-karts and you know quarter midgets or did you start in like a pure four series um so i originally started in, at thunder road in a street stock which was actually a four-cylinder car at that time my first car was a ford escort i was 20 years old so um that was that was where i started i've always helped people out and stuff like that when i was younger in the pits and stuff um but then i actually had the opportunity to get behind the wheel so that's that's how i got involved in it and uh, started racing in 2010 i went down to claremont during my first full season in a rear wheel drive full body car so so you started and, and late. i've run modified yeah yeah i've run modified i've run late models i've run pretty much everything so and normally the kids now is 13 14 15 20 years old, but you were a seasoned veteran there at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, my family didn't have a ton of money, so I had to work for everything I did yeah. in order to get where I am in it. So, uh, Future plans. Is it kind of early to get your, you know, it's only a third weekend to the season here. Uh, long-term plans, uh, maybe move up a division, stay where you are, uh, Give us a, a, a hint of what's in plan for uh, Dave Grinslet. Uh, we've, me and my car owner have talked a little bit, and um, we're dabbling with the idea of maybe getting a pro stock and running the Granite State Series or running some pass races or even an at car and running White Mountains or something like that. But um, we'll, we take that year by year, and we'll figure something out down the road. Um, I got a special place in my heart for the street stocks just because I love driving them and they're a driver's car, I feel. so. Well, personal opinion, that Grand State Pro Stock Series, uh, keep that on your plate because there's a lot of respect on those drivers in that division. And it seems like they're very competitive and put on a good show. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Mike, Mike Parks is an amazing uh, promoter. He does a great job. And with them running Claremont now, it, it's just re- really showing the car counts are growing in every division, and um, the racing's been really good. Dave, I want to thank you very much for coming again on the Race Charter Show here. And again, uh, it's available on podcast at anchor.fm. And uh, you're welcome to come back anytime you want. And I'm sure I'm going to be knocking on your door there in the pit when you get over to Manadnac. Our good friends over at Northeast Race Cars and Speed got a good relationship up there with the track now, too. And I'm always welcome up there. It's pretty close for me coming up from the uh, Connecticut Green Valley area up there. It's about an hour and 15-minute ride. So we'll probably hook up to you there. Are you going to be doing any Hudson races on a Sunday this year? Uh, yeah, we'll be there a couple times. Uh, like I said, the belt races. And uh, you, you never know. We might just make an appearance out of the blue at some point. So, Okay. Now, if we go um, on their website for Hudson International Speedway over in Hudson, that's a Sunday show. That's the only Sunday show around. Does that have the driver's names that are pre-entered for that pre-entry for that race? 
I am not sure. I haven't been. They just had a new website put up last week, so I'm not 100% sure how that does work. That would be nice. Uh, that way we could cherry pick it and see when you're going to be there. Yeah, I mean, our first belt race is the 29th of May um, at Claremont, which is a Sunday. No, okay, on your uh, Facebook page, uh, or do you have a web page or something like that where you can announce if you're going to a special track? Do you uh, have that provision? Uh, yeah, for sure. If everybody just uh, searches Greenslip Motorsports on uh, Facebook, it'll, it'll pop Good. up on there and you'll be able to find us. Good, because a lot of people have been listening to you on this show. Uh, you've been coming on this show, what, four or five years now? And uh, you usually light up the uh, email list because uh, people are very, very astute on racing. And it's very rare when we have a national champion back-to-back years. It's so hard to do. And I want to congratulate you on that. No matter what happens, the rest of your racing career, you have that achievement forever. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, it, it's still surreal for me. Um from where I started and whatnot to being able to be considered a national champion. It's, it's, it's just, it's something that I could only dream of doing. So I got to hook up there and do some fly fishing or some hunting. What you do, but that'll be at a later date. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Thank you very much. You have a great season in 2022. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. As Dave Grinslet in there, what an interview, what a driver. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle. Gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks. Help your body to reinforce its immune response. Hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlane's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies. Consumer-friendly hours on Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Harvest Moon Health Foods, .net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. And Brian Tagg is starting out great 2022 with a solid second-place finish in the late-model division at Thompson Speedway up at the Icebreaker. Uh, that's quite a division up there. I'm telling you, you get up there. It's going to be on Wednesday night shows and uh, very, very competitive. And also, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, let me see who else we got here. Uh, RockAuto.com tonight is online. And it's a family business founded in 1999 to keep the price of replacement parts at affordable cost to everyone. RockAuto.com. And also, we mentioned uh, talking with Dave there 
that uh, Shane has got a, a relationship with Ren and the families up there at Monadnock Speedway, at New London, uh, Waterford, uh, Stafford Speedway, and so on and so forth. We're talking about the fine folks with the he shed, not the he shed, not the she shed, it's the he shed, building those race cars and trucks right over at Harrisville, Rhode Island. And I had to add the uh, trucks in there because they're making the seat car uh, trucks on. They're going to have a champion down there, too. Northeast Race Cars and Speed. It's uh, 1-800-766-4748. And not just the speed, too. You got that classic car. Maybe you're looking for some new dice for the windshield mirror or... Uh, Maybe a set of Mickey Thompson uh, valve covers or stuff like that. All the chrome goodies, all of that stuff. And race car part supplier, custom fabrication. They'll build you a car. They'll square up your chassis. Whatever you need in-house. Local taxpayers. Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, and so much more. It's Northeast Race Cars and Speed. And also, Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. The same location. Herbie takes care of that with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. Call locally Monday through Friday at 401-710-9992 or Wiscasset, Maine or New Smyrna, Florida. They'll ship every day by 11 o'clock by calling 1-800-766-4748. Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Now, we got a great sponsor. They came on a, a few weeks ago, and all I got was uh, some products that he put on the side for me. And he says, Wayne, he says, your ad's working because <laughs> the phone's ringing off the hook. And you know how the houses are flipping, not just in New England, the whole country. If you're prepared to sell a house right now, it is, is a seller's market. You may sell that house the first day within two hours. So you got to be prepared to downsize, to clean up, and this is where this company comes in. Falcon Properties Preservation Group, owned by Timothy Falcon. They specialize in estate cleanouts, junk in your yard, in your shed. Just give them a call. All types of cleanouts, again, real estate specialists, with a little twist. They save you money. They do it with tilt body trucks. So you eliminate one transportation fee, one fuel fee, and one driver fee. They make it all in one stop with tilt body trucks. They don't drop the thing off and then come back two weeks later when you're ready. They're in and out, and they save you money. Falcon Properties Preservation. And he answers his phone, 401-205-5786. They'll get the job done. And he's getting rave, rave reviews on that. Let's see here. We got some results, too. Um, a lot of the cancellations were Friday. To start off the season, you know, the, you know, the food and everything else early in the season. Plus, it is cold besides the chance of rain. So, some of the tracks, um, you know, people are saying they did a premature and stuff like that. I think their rule of thumb is, is 60% or higher on the forecast of rain. They're going to call it for the travel teams. But uh, Winchester, New Hampshire, home of Monadnack Speedway, got their show in. And we got some results for you from Saturday night. And in the late model sportsman, we had one of the Curtis brothers coming away with the win. Uh, Jarrett Curtis over Ryan Correa 
uh, Cole Littlewood, Leo Martin, and Chris Curtis. And that was in the late model sportsman division. Our street stocks division, we had Keith Johnson coming away. I believe he won his heat race up there, too. Uh, Timmy Wenzel, uh, Scott Zielinski, Hillary Renault, one of our women in racing again this year. She's uh, really doing well. Another top five, driving the 88. Another one who proves that green is not unlucky. And Kenny Thompson rounded out your top five on that. And the mini stock, a guy who won 11 races last year, and it didn't take him long to start off this year, too. Gordon Farnham returns to victory lane, and you'll see him and talked about for the season. He's right up there all the time. Over Jeff Aslin, Nikki Hool, Jeff Heath, and Cameron Sontag. The pure stocks, and I really like this because they had a tremendous field on it. These are the younger, smaller cars that are building some confidence up, getting some valuable experience in to move up into the other divisions with their sponsors. Congratulations to Kyle Robinson Newell for the first win on that. Over Chris Davis, Freddie Rogers, Zach Phillips, and Chris Ritzkin. Now, the Modifieds were there in a familiar name, and uh, he's been on the uh, race chat here a couple times. He runs double duty Friday night over at Stafford, and he's no stranger to Modifieds or the late model division. And we're talking about the win of the year, and he had a good run Sunday, too, over at uh, Hudson International. Tyler Leary comes away with the win over Ben Byrne. Uh, Russ Hersey, Nate Wenzel, and Keith Patnode. Not Todd Patnode, Keith. Young Guns had Colin Martin, Dominic Stafford, uh, Elijah Tacey, Owen Zielinski, and Zach Zielinski. Good show up there, always. Uh, Nancy Muni, I did notice, finished ninth on that. And she's been the, one of the women in racing. Uh, part of the program that we usually do right around 6.15 every Monday night. She started her career a long time ago and uh, over at Riverside Speedway. Now, Claremont, let me take a look and see if they've got, uh, yep, they got the Friday night show on up there. But see, they're a lot more northernly up, too, compared down here to southern New England. And Claremont, as Bly, is still undefeated. He wins his third straight at Claremont. And that's also Dave Grinsley. He's got two. I believe uh, he's got two out of three. Okay, Claremont results. Here we go. We got the top tens, and that was on a Friday night, which would have been, do my math here, May 6th. Okay. The late model sportsman was Ricky Bly. That's his third. Craig Smith, Ben Poland, Camden Curtis, Jack McClay, and Ryan Bell. Our street stock. Had tonight's first guest, Dave Grinslet, driving that number 20. No stranger to victory lane over at that track. Over Andy Russo, Joe Tatro, Brandon Gray, Trevor Rock, and Jeremy Zello. Cody Schoolcrack had only uh, a seventh place finish on that. And he had the first two good races of the year just before that. Uh, many stocks, we had uh, Brandon Murray, uh, Chris Judd, Short Lantis, Nikki Hull, uh, Ryan Common and Dave Feeble on a good field on that. Stockwell was in that race, too. Uh, Richard, he got an eighth-place finish. Uh, Pure Stock, Craig Smith, uh, Nolan McClay, J.D. Stockwell, uh, Chris Chambers, Andrea Saint-Namor, uh, and let me see here. No other familiar names on that. Uh, six Shooter Instructional Beginning League on that. 
That had Stevie Miller coming away with the win. Congratulations, Stevie Miller. Uh, Robert Shaw, Lucas Bernacci, uh, Stephen Miller, Ryan Partridge. And I want to thank Mark Pye, Mike Pott. Give me all that information down there. And I'm looking at it right now on the computer, too. He sent me two beautiful pictures on that. Our second guest is on the line right now. And it's going to be brought to you by Larry's 24-Hour Towing. A lockout service, jump-starting service. Um, did you get an ATV or a motorcycle unregistered? Want to get it to your property? Call Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Download it into your Android or your phone right now. 401-568-6286. It's also the home of Boroughville Motor Sales with used auto and truck sales. It's uh, Peter, Carrie, Brian, the rest of the staff over there. And sponsor of... Uh, let me see the number 11, Corey Manning, over at Thompson Speedway. Uh, this year, they jumped on board. Expert bodywork and insurance estimates right on the location. It's Boroughville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing, 401-568-6286. And I'm looking at it right now. We've got just enough time. We're going to get this in. And again, the show will be on anchor.fm following the show. On the line right now, back-to-back years from Liberty, not South Carolina, Liberty, Maine. And the Hall of Fame family. I think his granddad got in the Hall of Fame up there and was involved with track ownership for years and years at Wiscasset Speedway. And we have on the line right now a guy that's on fire, back-to-back years, Josh St. Clair. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, Wayne. And you? You're off and running two years in a row. What have you been eating up there? I don't know. Deer meat? Been eating a lot of venison? Yeah, a lot of venison. That's right. And that fresh spring water. (laughs) I see you're a hunter, too, on the Facebook. You can't hide. Yep, yep. You like your whitetail hunting, huh? Do you do any uh, moose hunting or try for the lottery? I've tried since I was old enough to put in, and I haven't been lucky enough to get drawn yet. Maybe someday. One of my grandsons that lives over in Milo, Maine, Cody Spink, they've been up there two years now, and the second year he won the lottery for his own. Yeah, he's lucky. I've been putting in. I got 18 points now, and that's uh, usually a point of year is first. I think that's how it goes. So Yeah, his next-door neighbor. Oh, his next-door neighbor is so loud. He's rabid about it because he's been trying every year, and he says, you lucky son of a you-know-what. You second me, you get in. But I got to tell you just a little bit about the story because I know you and Rusty Pepler will appreciate it. Cody gets out there and he starts really, really scouting. Because on the moose hunt, you've got a short time to get it done. He finally finds his moose. He's got it all tracked. The day before the moose season, he's listening to his scanner and there's a car accident on on Route 6. A car and a moose. And it was the moose that he had planned to go hunting got hit. Oh, no. True story. So he had to start all over again. He could never find another moose in that area. But that is a true story. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I thought you would appreciate that. Well, enough about hunting and stuff like that. Uh, 
What's the uh, secret to success back-to-back years? Maturity? I think so. Sobriety, that's a big help. (laughs) Okay, and you're running two divisions or three? I've I've run four so far this season. I added added another car to the club. (laughs) Four different divisions? Yep. Oh, my God, that's, that's a first. A street stock, a super street, a late model sportsman, and a super late model. My God, you're getting up there like Bobby Santos and Woody Pitcat and John McKennedy. You can drive anything. All on the uh, same track, or are you venturing out to different tracks? Uh, we're going to go down to Oxford some here in a few weeks, but right now we're just kind of sticking to a cassette, having fun. I guess you are. Unbelievable. Yep. Now, are these all cars that you have in your stable, or are you a hired gun? No, uh, I'm driving, the three of them are ours um, that we we maintenance and work on and build or whatever. And then um, the Super Street is a friend of mine that asked me to drive. And I, I won the first two races with it, so he, he asked me to keep driving. <laughs> I guess so. You know, that what's that statement you just made on the drivers? I hear that every single year. They take it one race at a time, and more or less they get sucked into it. If they're really successful the first two weeks, they hate to let that go because they're the one with the target on the back, and they don't want to just give it away. You know, they got a chance at another championship. Is that what's happening in your career, too, or you're just having fun? I'm having fun, there's no doubt about that. But, yes, uh, it's hard to walk away when when you're doing well and successful, that's for sure. My wife would like to see me maybe not do so good because then it would be a little easier to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too, when you got a family, too, and a beautiful family, too. Now, I was doing a little research this afternoon on Wiscasset Speedway, and I saw a Hall of Fame induction, I think it was three or four years ago. Would have that been your grandfather or father? That would be my grandfather. He's the one that owned, the, owned Wiscasset for... Oh, uh, a good many years, I think from 89 to 04. And, uh, yeah, he won a championship, a couple championships there, and, and they indu- inducted him into the Hall of Fame. Well, he won a handful at a different track, but uh, State of Maine inducted him, and then the track also did. I got an email here, and it's from, let me see here, uh, Atlanta. I got an email here on the board from Atlanta from Wayne, WNRIJahoo.com, wants to know, Wiscasset, it sounds like an Indian name, is that a NASCAR-sanctioned track? It's not. I wish it was. They're doing They're doing really well down there. They've really made the place, it, it's a nice facility now. They've put a lot of money in there, building garages for people to rent, and a lot of, a lot of great upgrades to the track. Um, I don't know if they'll ever step that far or not, but uh, that would be cool if they did. Okay, I got another question that uh, I've got an invitation to go to your racetrack by John Zinch and uh, Randy Cabral and all the Bertrands and that from the NEMA crew, uh, the regular NEMA and the NEMA lights. Uh, Are they on the schedule this year for Wiscasset? Yeah, I think they're on there a couple times, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you got an invitation to get into a light? Dude, I haven't. That would be a blast, though. Oh, you'd be perfect for that. Knowing the track yeah. the way you do? 
That would that would be something. Them things, boy, them guys get around there quick. Yeah. The small uh, Seekonk Speedway, Monadnack Speedway, and uh, John Sinch and uh, Randy Cabral, they told me that Wiscasset is made for midgets. It really is. Yeah. It is. It's fast. Them guys are fast, you know, up there. Uh, the bank and the grip, they uh, they really get her done around there. I think it's under 13 seconds. Why don't you hook up with the Bertrand there? Because he's always got extra cars. He's putting uh, celebrity drivers in and local drivers on each track. See if you can get that deal put together. And uh, let me yeah. know, and I'll get it promoted for you down here. Because I'd, I'd love to see you in one of those cars. i got to get up there to meet you anyways. Rusty keeps busting me up. He says, come on up and see some real racing. And, uh, yeah, he loves it. He tries to get down here for all the Thompson events, being a Rhode Island local boy and stuff like that. Yep. But uh, yep. I've been watching your career. Now, uh, what was it, Beach Ridge closed this year? Yeah, they did. Um, I, I was never able to get over there and race for, for a bunch of different reasons, I guess. Um, I don't know. I guess I just never made the drive. But uh, it's too bad. I wish I'd have been over there and get to experience it. A lot of people had a lot of, a lot of time there. Do you hear any uh, any scuttlebutt about reopening, maybe with new owners or anything like that? Has there been anything on the rumor mill? Uh, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it was sold to uh, some developers, but that's just what I've been told. I, I don't know a whole lot of the facts on it, but uh, I believe it was sold, and uh, it will never be raced that again. How about Speedway 95? Yep, they're still, they just had their opening day this past weekend, I believe. So is it down to two with Scasset and Speedway 95, or am I missing no. someone? Oxford Plains. Oh, yeah, that's right. The big, big race is yeah. the Oxford 250. I'm sorry. How could I forget that? Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't consider that part of eight. I consider that a New England race, like New Hampshire. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah, that is a big, that is a big one. I was I'm up looking forward to going back. I was up there one time. I think Kyle Bush won a race up there one day. He yep. did, yeah. Yep. It was Kevin, unbelievable. Kevin won there too. And uh, even uh, Richie Evans and a, a few of the diehards raced up there occasionally, you know, in different types of cars and stuff. Legendary yep. track in New England. But I consider that a New England track instead of me. I don't know why. Yeah, it is. I mean, people come from all over when they when they get that race going. Yeah, they pack them. And they pack the car count, too. I remember yeah. the, the time I went, I think that was one of the only tracks that I loved the heat races better than I did the feature. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're definitely aggressive. Because <laughs> you, you got to get in the show, you know? Yeah, 80, 90 cars and... There's a lot. Isn't uh, that something? Last year was in the 70s, I think. So. Isn't that something for a car count? That's unbelievable. It, it is. It really is. It's a real tough place. A lot of guys know it like the back of their hand, but I, I, I personally have struggled there, so I'm not giving up yet. <laughs> no, you're too young, and you've got so much experience now. You're coming right into your prime. Um, anything... Uh, New and exciting. You're going to uh, get down to the World Series this year, maybe at the end of the year down at Thompson? Yeah, we went down. I, we talked about this last time. I went down years ago. I, I'd love to go back there. That was a, that was a blast. Um, we haven't discussed that far ahead yet, honestly. Uh, God, we're just having fun, like I said, taking it one week at a time. Uh, we had a frustrating weekend this weekend, going for the win, and ended up in the cement. So, um 
for a new clip and a little elbow grease. But we'll be uh, back at it in a couple weeks. Yeah, you'll be working all week now to get that ready for Saturday night. Now, your regular show is Saturday night, uh, usually when the sun goes down right around 7 o'clock? Yeah, they start at 5. The racing starts at 5. And then, yeah, that's and we just race. You're right. So it's probably touching 7 o'clock when when the green flag rolls on the first feature. Now, Josh, I, I know you got the roots there with your grandfather being a former owner and in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. But, you know, to make this all possible, who would you like to thank for sponsors to keep you afloat and keep you racing in four divisions this year at Wiscasset? There's got to be there's somebody that's helped you along the way. Oh, absolutely. And, and your practice. I'm my grandfather, and we have our family business, and, and that's a, a big piece of the puzzle. But there's also... A handful of guys. I got, uh, uh, you know, Point uh, West Family Grocery, uh, M&S Painting, at Duvall's Auto Service, um, Larrabee Construction. There's a, a group of guys that have been supporting me for the last few years, and, and it's really all clicked together well in the last couple, and uh, I'm happy to have them aboard and helping. Uh, Josh, uh, any uh, big Facebook activity or a website or anything like that? Um, I have my personal Facebook, and I'm, I'm we're in the making of making a, a St. Clair racing page just because we got so much going on and it'd be fun to get it out there for people to see. So stay uh, tuned on that one. <laughs> the electronic right. advertising is a big part of racing now. It really is. I know. I know. And I really enjoy uh, the GoPro footage of all the races. I like putting that on there and getting everyone's feedback and yep. the yays and the nays. <laughs> yep. Now, off the top of my head, it was Cassett Speedway. Ricky Craven, friend of mine, I wrote a chapter on him in New England's Golden Years of Racing. Andy Santerra, a lot of thoroughbreds came out of Wiscasset Speedway, especially in that Bush uh, North Division years ago that put on a good show throughout New England. And uh, yep. is that uh, about the same size as Seekonk, a three-eighths mile track? Yep, it is. Yeah, I've heard... Uh I've never been, I've never raced Seekonk. I'd like to make the journey there one day, but the, I've heard they're fairly similar, but I don't know. Well, personally, I've never experienced it. But they're both 3.8. I think the difference between Seekonk and News is uh, Seekonk is the widest track. It's 72 feet wide. It's, wow. you yeah. know, people say there's no second groove. If you dial in on that second groove, there's plenty of room up there, I'll tell you. I got to get up there and see the midgets. I think I'm going to put that on my calendar and just do it. Now, when the midgets go up there, is that part of the Saturday night show, or do they do that on the Sunday? No, they, they run right with us. It's a nice show, and they put on a heck of a show, boy. They get, some guys are getting around there fast. You know, okay. A couple times. I'm coming up from uh, the Green Valley of uh, Connecticut, right at the top of the state where Rhode Island, Mass, and Connecticut. I'm going to be coming up 95. Uh, is that the correct way, Wiscasset Speedway? What exit would I be taking on that? Jeez, oh, I'm not sure what the exit is coming up 95. Is it up on Route 1? Up off on Route 1, runs you right into Wiscasset, and then you just take West All on the road right out of the center of Wiscasset, and Wiscasset's up there on your left. I'll bet you it's only about an hour and a half ride. I, I'm going to hook up with Rusty on that. Maybe I'll use his camper and sail, though. Oh, absolutely. He's got, her all, he's got her all ready for you. He just got her out the other day. <laughs> I'll have to get him on that now. He's going to say, Baba, you are a stalker. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some fun with that. Josh St. Clair. 
reigning champion, Lewis Cassidy Speedway up in Maine, right off Route 1. And we'll get up there for the year. And all those results are right on WiscassetSpeedway.net, uh, I think it is on that, or .org. It's not a .com. But all the results are on that board, too. Thank you very much for coming on tonight, and good luck in the 2022 season. Wait. Thank okay. You for Take care now. Champion, champion, champions. Green Dragon Comics, what a thank you they've got going. They had those free comic books last Saturday. We are at the Dragon. Uh, Fortnite, Magic the Gathering, 401-949-2076. I got to make sure we get all the bills paid to keep this show flying. And I think there's one left of my good friends over at an essential coronavirus small business. Vietnam veteran, number 818, one socket. He's not a Marine. He was in the Navy. Don't let him fool you. American Beauty Sign Works. And you talk about signages. Digital vehicle wraps. The new location at 706 St. Paul Street. Big overhead doors. They can work every day of the week now. Weather does not slow those guys down. And they're not afraid to travel. You know, the cranes are in the sky in Worcester, Thompson, Webster, the tri-state region. Look at the bottom of the signs on any new store, any new retail place. Signs by American Beauty Sideworks. Now, what I like about his digital signs, you don't have to call India on an 800 number. They're all manually operated and programmed. If you want to change that special, every hour, restaurants, you know, supply and demand, you're running out of meatballs. Take it off the menu. Uh, fish just went up. Raise the price of the fish and chips. You don't have to call somebody and have him program it. You do it yourself. He's got them in little general stores. They work fantastic. The restaurants, you name it. Uh, vehicle wraps. Did you just get a, the hottest selling truck in five years in a row, an F-150? Why don't you put a sign on the rear window of your business? You're using it for personal use and your business. Multitasking. You got a fiberglass cap? Put it on the rear window of the fiberglass cap. Magnetic signs for the doors. Take them off when you go into a funeral. He's got it all for you. And also now, with the new location, uh, the graphic artist, Desiree with three E's, she's got her own cubicle. And boy, does she deserve it. She's got a 60-inch screen. All you got to do is take a peek. At the portfolio of the last three or four years on signage on what works and what don't work. Set up a five-year business plan and it will increase your bottom line. You just did your taxes from Christmas. Was you happy? Get a new sign on now. Get ready. It's never soon enough. America's Beauty Sign Work, 401-767-2922. And let all the sponsors know on all the fine programming at WNRI that you heard it there and that we'll know that it's effectively working. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Have you heard 
is the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and Lincolns was setting the pace. That story is true, I'm here to say, I was driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up, that Model A body makes it look like a pup. It's got eight cylinders and uses them all, it's got overdrive, just won't stall. With a four-barrel carb and a dual exhaust, with four different gears you can really get lost. Got safety tubes, but I ain't scared, the brakes are good, tires fair. Pulled out of San Pedro late one night, the moon and the stars were shining bright. We was driving up great fine hill, passing cars like they was standing still. All of a sudden, in the wink of an eye, a Cadillac sedan passed us by and said, Boys, it's a mark for me. By then, the taillight was all you could see. Now the fellas ripped me for being behind, so I thought I'd make the Lincoln unwind. Took my foot off the gas, and man alive, I shoved it on down into overdrive. Wound it up to 110 miles, but now the boys all thought lost my sense. And telephone poles looked like a picket fence. They said, slow down, I see spots. The lines on the road just look like dots. Took a corner, sideswiped the truck, crossed my fingers just for luck. My fenders was clicking the guardrail post. The guy beside me was white as a ghost. Smoke was coming from out of the back when I started to gain on that Cadillac. Knew it could catch him, I thought it could pass. Don't you know by then we'd be low on gas. We had flames coming from out of the side. You feel the tension, man, what a ride. I said, look out, boys, I got a license to fly. And that caddy pulled over and let us by. Now all of a sudden she started knocking him down in the gym. She started to rock and I looked in the mirror. Red light was blinking. The cops was after my hot rod Lincoln. They arrested me and they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. And he said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Race Chatter. We'll be back on the air tomorrow morning with the Author's Hour.